Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Today, we'll be looking at how the media is using their old playbook and trying to paint Trump as a racist again because they were not satisfied with his answer on white supremacy the other night on the debates. I guess declaring the KKK a terrorist organization is still not enough for these people. Other questions we'll be looking at today is why is James Comey's daughter the one who inspected the missing Epstein footage and why now is her husband the one overlooking Ghislaine Maxwell's case? This couldn't be a coincidence, coincidence, could it? We'll be covering all the new drops from our favorite Anon today and so much more. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Please register at pill.net today. It's a free uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Please check out our new live streaming feature. It is dynamic, powerful, and comparable to Twitch and YouTube. Use the hot filter to check out what's hot right now on pill.net. Alternatively, you can use the images and videos filter to check out just straight media. At pill.net, you can use hashtags to categorize your topics, such as hashtag kids lives matter, which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as much text, media, or links that you want to include in your post. Or you can go live and stream directly to pill.net tell the world exactly what they need to know. We are moving forward and have released our Pilled mobile application. It is available on iOS and Android. Just download it directly from our website. Join the fight for your freedom of speech today at pill.net. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to that. Again, this is pill.net, a censor-free platform. Go make a free account on their platform right now because the censorship is riling up right now, and it's it's just it's not going to end. We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. But the main crux, some of the main topics today we're going to look into is this racism joke that the media is still trying to push. So where we're going to start today is a video that was just queued um, by your favorite Anon, a linked tweet here of uh, Dave Rubin with a clip here of Chris Wallace, our favorite Chris Wallace from the other night, right? Asking Trump the same question he did in 2016 about denouncing white supremacy. We're going to start here. We're going to dive into the show. So I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. I've been doing it now for two weeks. This is you're probably about the 18th person that's asked me the question. It was very clear. That question was also talked about in the form of groups. Groups. I want to know which groups are you talking about? You have to tell me which groups. Ultimately, he got to the Ku Klux Klan, which obviously I'm going to disavow. And by the way, if you look on my Twitter account, almost immediately after the program, they were disavowed again. You know, it's amazing. When I do something on Twitter, everybody picks it up, goes all over the place. But when I did this one, nobody ever picks it up. Take a look at my Twitter account. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Are you prepared to to do that? When does it end, people? When are they going to stop playing the same playbook because they have nothing else to play? I'm getting sick and tired of this. Let's do the episode, shall we? Thanks 
for tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light, all the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning, patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both societies, fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Okay, let's jump into this, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming to the Woke Society's YouTube channel slash podcast. Everyone out on podcast land, thank you for downloading the episode. You guys are fantastic. Like, share, subscribe, tell all your friends. This is We Are The News Now. Okay. All right. I know everyone's still a little upset about the debates and whatnot, rightfully so. You guys heard my opinions on it mostly on Method Show yesterday. And pretty much, I, I didn't like the whole entire debate with Chris Wallace. I couldn't stand it. I think he's a, he's a snake. He's a sleazeball. And this is the, the deck is being stacked up against Trump as usual. But what we're seeing today more than anything, ladies and gentlemen, is this new rhetoric. This new rhetoric, rhetoric of the racism card that is being pushed by the media again because Trump didn't exactly come out and say right off the bat. He was saying, sure, sure, about the white supremacy question. And even I got a little upset when he could have just said, yeah, I, I denounce all of it. Um, but he didn't. And it, after a couple of days, looking back at his history and everything that he's denounced already, there is more than enough evidence uh, to where I don't feel upset about his uh, his reaction in the debate the other night. And a lot of people are asking me, Scott, do you think Trump won that debate? I do think he won the debate. I don't think the debate made either one of them look re really well, but I don't think Trump came out as the loser. And as you're going to see here from a tweet from Jack Posebic talking about this, says, raise your hand if you think Joe Biden won the debate. And these are these are uh, people that don't know who they're debating for. Look at the video here. We do a quick show of hands, if you will. Who in this group, raise your hand if you thought Joe Biden won the debate. One person, okay. And for everyone out in the podcast line, there's eight people there in the video sitting here, staring blankly, and one person out of those eight rose their hand in support of Joe Biden. It's a quick snapshot. It doesn't mean much, but it's just a it's just a funny thing to look at, to look at the support for Biden. And just as many people as rose their hands, there's just as many people um, that I, just as many signs as I see in people's yards for Joe Biden. Very little, if any, at all. But this is what we're dealing with. And I just want to put people's minds at ease. Me personally, I don't think the debates went that well. I don't. I was watching and I'm looking because I have audio here. You guys can see my board. If you don't want someone to talk, you just put, you turn the mute button on, you turn their mic down. Easily solves the problem. And going forward, it looks like there's going to be measures like that. Um, They're going to be introduced uh, for the debate because they clearly cannot handle Trump. And we're going to have to see what happens. It is what it is at this point. So today... Start off the uh, main the main mean of the episode. The racism card is being pushed by Fox News, um, which by this point Fox News teaming up with, uh, with with Chris Wallace here to do this debate is an absolute joke. We need somebody else in there, and you guys aren't going to be happy when you guys when I show you guys today. If you haven't heard who's going to be the second moderator, it might be just as worse or worse um, than than Chris Wallace. So 
we'll, we'll get into that too. But today, the media is going after Kaylee again, the press secretary, pushing her on this whole racist thing. And you're going to see right now what 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 I was seeing uh, throughout the day as far as this push. Can you tell it's always it's always coordinated? The media is always coordinated, and they ask nothing but BS questions that Trump has answered over the years many times and denounced white supremacy. So this is what we were watching today. Take a watch. Start off. Um, I'd like to ask you for a definitive and declarative statement without ambiguity or deflection. As the person who speaks for the president, does the president denounce white supremacism and groups that espouse it in all their forms? This has been answered yesterday by the president himself, the day before by the president himself on the debate stage. The president was asked this. He said, sure, three times. Yesterday, he was point blank blank asked, do you uh, denounce white supremacy? And he said, I've always denounced any form of that. I can go back and read for you um, in August 2019 in one voice our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. In August of 2017, racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups. I have an entire list of these quotes that I can go through with you. He has condemned white supremacy more than any president in modern history. Just to clear it up this morning, can you, naming it, make a declarative statement that you denounce, that the president denounces? I just did. Uh, the president has denounced this repeatedly the, the you, president was asked this you're you just, making you're contriving a no, storyline and a narrative asking you to put he this said to rest i just did i read you all of the quotes and if you need quotes. to see them in can writing i will put them in an email hold on so kaylee can you right now denounce white supremacy and the group that I just is found the president has denounced white supremacy the kkk and hate groups in all forms he signed a resolution to that effect uh, the president just last week perhaps you all weren't covering it but just last week expressed his desire to see the kkk prosecuted as domestic terrorists this president uh, had advocated for the death penalty for a white supremacist the first federal execution in 17 years his record on this is unmistakable and it's shameful that the media refuses to cover it. Yes. Now we're going to get into the cuck reporter from Fox that was just reaming Kaylee over and over again, asking the same stupid question because she literally reads off quotes from years ago and recently about Trump's stance on white supremacy. And it doesn't end. And the, the best tweet that I could find in regards to this, because why is the media doing this? There is no good reason. From Buck, Buck Sexton here on Twitter says, there's no good faith reason to ask a question over and over again when you don't plan to accept the answer no matter how many time, times it's given. Our national media is unsalvageable. And that is exactly what's going on there. This, this douchebag keeps pressing Kaylee on the same matter, and it's been, going, it's been happening to Trump for years now, and they don't like the answer because it doesn't fit their narrative. And it's so disgusting that we're here four years, four years removed from the beginning of this presidency till now that we're still even talking about this. It never ends. It never ends. And this, this cuck, his name is John Roberts. John Roberts went on Fox News after this interaction with Kaylee, and he was still butthurt about the entire situation. And he literally crying about it to a reporter, to, uh, to, another, uh, to another face here on Fox News. I have the audio for it. Let's take a watch. This, is, this all remains very puzzling. And for all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that, for asking that question, I don't care. 
because it's a question that needs to be asked. And clearly, the president's Republican colleagues a mile away from here are looking for an answer. For no, they're not. no so they're not. No, they're not. Stop deflecting. Stop okay. blaming the media. I'm tired of it. All right. John, John Roberts is tired of it. So we're going to let you go. Thank you, my friend. Oh, John Roberts is tired of it. He's tired of all the all the tweets he's getting, all the messages he's getting about pressing pressing the question that's been answered a hundred million times. I hate these people. I hate these people. These reporters. I hate the media so much. It's why I made this channel. Because of people like this. Like we're all idiots out here that can't that can't dissect what's going on or see through what's going on here. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. So if you guys need more evidence of this, we have it on video here. This is from Benny on Twitter of Trump in previous past years. Just in case you guys need it yourselves, the media. This is from Benny on Twitter. The media really doesn't want you to see this video. President Trump has repeatedly denounced the KKK, David Duke, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists. If they wanted people to know the truth, they wouldn't be asking the same question for four years straight. David Duke just joined. A bigot, a racist, a problem. Would you, I'm repu- not looking would you repudiate David Duke? Sure. David Duke and robocalls are out again. The white supremacist movement supporting you. Uh, do you have any words for that? Well, I disavow. David Duke endorsed me? Okay. All right. I disavow. Okay? When we looked at it and looked at the question, I disavowed David Duke. So I've disavowed about David Duke all weekend long on Facebook, on Twitter, and obviously it's never enough. So are you prepared right now to make a clear and unequivocal statement renouncing the support of all white supremacists? Of course I am. Of course I am. And that's a almost three-minute video, and we just got through 30 seconds of it. How much more, media, how much more are you going to push this? When does it end? It doesn't end until this president is out of office. That's when it ends. It's so infuriating, people. I cover this stuff and I'm in this stuff almost every single day besides Sunday. And it's so infuriating seeing what's being done here. And I don't know how people do their jobs like Kaylee and our, and our President Trump. I don't know how. I could not do it. I would want to go scorched earth in these people because it never ends. So this is what we were seeing today. And hopefully we're just going to have to deal with all this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, until until this election's over, because it's not going to end. So we have to hunker down, get her, get the anger out like I just did, get that anger out and get ourselves feeling better, because it's not just that the racism, the, the rhetoric is going on. The, the censorship is also ramping up. And we're going to there's an example of it today in one of the drops. But you guys also saw the other night in my stream Tuesday night, my stream was blocked. I got an email way late because I noticed the views weren't going up. It was right after the debates. Noticed my views didn't go up at all. I got hit for a nine-second clip of a Prince of a Prince song that was in my video. They blocked it. They didn't send me notification until hours after, and I had to take the nine-second clip out of it to make it visible again. And then after I did that, it wasn't until three or four hours after I did it, YouTube decided to put the video back up. So I redid it again, put it up there because it messes with the momentum of the views and the viewership of it. They are using every excuse in the book to censor content right now. And it was because it was a Warner Brothers music copyright strike. And this is what it was used for. This is what it was. I've gotten copyright strikes for music before, but never had my, my, my content blocked. Remember how specific, remember the content we were talking about with Hillary Clinton and how, the, how this whole entire Russia thing was started by Hillary Clinton. Remember that. 
Remember that the content is what they're going after. And when you get really close, when you get to the undeniable evidence that I showed everybody on Tuesday, these are the ways they're going to block it from getting out. They don't want this stuff to come out. And the same thing happened to James O'Keefe. On Twitter, Project Veritas was blocked. Everyone knows that he put out the video of Ilan Omar's entire mail ballot scheme on video, cash transactions, it was all out there. So James O'Keefe says, wow, Twitter locked me out. They couldn't even provide proof of a legitimate reason and point to the tweet in question, some quote, copyright violation, and they wouldn't even show the tweet in question. These people are going to hide behind their bullshit censorship because this is how they operate. And it says, Project Veritas has the tech overlords rattled. We're winning. And you can see it here. And it's some acronym, DMCA, Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Mine was WB something something, Warner Brothers Copyright Act. It's just funny because in my, my entire short career doing YouTube and being on Twitter, um, I've never seen acronym copyrights like this before all used at the same time on different on different users on across different platforms. You don't think these media companies, these social media companies are working hand in hand together, pulling the same stupid tactics that are being carried out on, on YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. It's all going down right now. We have to be careful though. We have to be careful. So any, I'll be watching any kind of music that I don't license already on my, on my uh, board here, but We'll have to see what happens. It, it, it blows my mind that we're seeing this. But speaking of of uh, Twitter, the CEO of Twitter put out a very um, very disturbing tweet just yesterday, and, and it, caught, it went viral. It went viral for a very specific reason. This is Sean Davis on Twitter. Twitter's former CEO was fantasizing on Twitter about overthrowing the government, lining capitalists up against the wall, and assassinating them. This is from Dick Costello. Me first capitalists who think you can separate society from business are going to be the first people lined up against the wall and shot in the revolution. I'll happily provide video commentary. This man actually typed this out and put this on Twitter. And I can guarantee you, if any one of us, anyone on the other side of this, that anyone supports Trump, anybody that's not with the liberal agenda here, this would be blocked. You'd be banned off Twitter immediately, but it's still up there. And again, there is no checks and balances for the left. It only applies to anyone that's on the right side or even mid-right side at this point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And these people are clearly showing their hands on a constant basis. On a constant basis. And this is what we have to deal with. And uh, this is, again, why we have to hunker down and get ready for the next month. Because we're October 1st. We're on the home stretch right now. And this is it. This is it. So let's do this, shall we? We're going to get into the drops starting now, and we're going to get into the content of the drops. Not going to show them on the screen, but I'm going to do my best to get the content out and the main message our favorite Anon is talking about. So this is where we're going to start here. And if you guys hear an alarm, like a like a nuke alarm going off, it's because I have uh, the, 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 other, the other site up for drops, and I don't know if there's a way to turn it off or not, but either way, if you hear an alarm, that means a new drops um, just, just came in, and we'll, we'll cover, cover them as they come in if anyone... Any new ones come through while we're recording right now. So let me just take a look here. Let me scroll back, get back to where we want to start here. And yes, so on the title of the episode, we're going to, the uh, the CIA director right now, Gina Haspel, is pointed out by her favorite Anon and for a very specific reason. We go to the Federalist here, a link that was dropped here. 
CIA Director Gina Haspel is blocking declassification of remaining Russiagate documents. Interesting, she worked under Brennan. CIA Director Gina Haspel is personally blocking the declassification of documents detailing corruption at the highest levels of the intelligence community during the 2016 election, according to the Federalist co-founder Sean Davis. While new information about wrongdoing at the FBI has recently been declassified, including recent revelations about Hillary Clinton campaign's collusion with Russia, Davis reported on Tucker Carlson tonight, which I have the video for you, Wednesday that Haspel herself is standing in the way of the declassification of other relevant documents. I'm told that is Gina Haspel personally, who is blocking continued declassification of these documents that will show the American people the truth of what actually happened, Davis said. So I have the video of that, but I just want to read what our favorite Anon said about this. They say, some believe the protection of agency is what matters most. Some believe the declassification, the public exposure of truth and rebuilding of agency is what matters most. Apply same to FBI, apply same to the state. This is our favorite Anon pointing out that the people and themselves are completely disregarded because the the agency, the state needs to be rebuilt in the way that they want to rebuild. Never mind the people and what they want. We are going to do what we want. That's what's being pointed out here. Now, getting to the video here that we're talking about that Davis and Tucker Carlson were having an exchange that video is right here. Let's take a watch. This isn't just a, a scandal about Democrat projection. This is a scandal about what was a coup planned against the incoming administration at the highest levels. And, and I can report here tonight that these declassifications that have come out, uh, those weren't easy to get out. And there's, in fact, far more waiting to get out. Unfortunately, uh, those releases and declassifications, according to multiple sources I've talked to, are being blocked by CIA Director Gina Haspel, who herself was the uh, main link between Washington and London as the London station chief for John Brennan's CIA during the 2016 election. Recall it was London where Christopher Steele was doing all this work. And I'm told that it is Gina Haspel personally who's blocking uh, continued declassification of these documents that will show the American people the truth of what actually happened. Why, why are we putting up with this? I mean, they're, they're still holding documents from the Kennedy assassination, the Warren Commission documents. We still don't know everything there. Why is that 55 years later, seven years later? They're blocking the release of so many documents. Why doesn't somebody, anyone in power could do this, stand up and say, no, these are going public now? That's a great question. I think one reason is that so many of the people blocking these documents are likely implicated by them. Uh, you have these career bureaucrats whose careers may be destroyed by the facts that are within them. And I think at this point, uh, we need the president, Donald Trump, to step in and say no more obstruction, no more blocking. We need transparency and the American people need to hear the truth. And that means declassifying everything, letting everyone see everything about what happened so we can decide for ourselves before we vote in this election who we actually, this isn't really good stuff there. And he's talking about transparency and we need someone to step up and get these out. This is reason. This is the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, I love Richard Grinnell. I love this man because when he was the temporary uh, director of national security, he was dropping D class at an unprecedented rate. And I don't even know if we would have gotten as much as we did without him there. And now Ratcliffe is there now um, as the director. And he, he's been dropping D-Class too. But when Grinnell was in there, it was coming out lightning fast because Grinnell believes in, believes in transparency and he knows, Grinnell knows what these documents are as well. And I'm sure uh, maybe Sean Davis might know a little bit more than what's coming out yet. But 
It was said before, Grinnell said it many times that these agencies, they're all sitting on it. They know it's out there and they don't want it out there. And because why? Because a lot of these people, these career bureaucrats, these career politicians, these people have long standing careers in government. They don't want their careers to get destroyed because it would implement them themselves. And that to me makes the most sense as to why you'd be blocking this because if it if it was up to the law, letter of the law, why wouldn't you release it to the public? Why can't we know? Why can't we know? It's a very, very obvious answer to that because they're most likely going to oust themselves in the process of doing so. So that was the that was the first new drop as of last night. So let's continue here. And as we go, the next drop was $47.95. It says Marathon End. And it was a link to a tweet here to click. And it's a video here of Trump. I believe this was last night at his rally. It says it's about time that something happens. It's enough. We got plenty of information on these crooks. Bunch of crooks. Let's listen to the man say it himself. Did you go for a coup? Did you go for a coup? Uh, I don't I don't remember. I don't know. I'll tell you, we caught him cold. It's about time that something happens, okay? It's about time that something happens. It's enough. We got plenty of information on these crooks. Bunch of crooks. Thing like that's never happened in the history of our country. And it's about time that something happens. It's about time something happened. I heard this video yesterday and it put my mind at ease. They have enough, ladies and gentlemen. They have enough, and President Trump at this, at this point has had enough with everything that's going on, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. So this put this gave me a little bit more encouragement than I had yesterday because I was still I was still not feeling good about how the debates went, but it is what it is. It is what it is at this point. So we're gonna again. We have to be patient and wait and see what drops in the next next coming days, weeks until the election, and we'll have to see what happens. So let's continue on, shall we? The next drop, forty seven ninety six, is a bunch of screenshots here leading us into the main meat and potatoes of the episode. Remember, remember in my last episode on my last stream too, talking about how our favorite Anon is pointing out direct relationships and family members, not just the main characters, the Comies, the Clappers, the Brennans, um, all these people that we know their household names. Our favorite Anon is telling us to focus on as well, not just them, but also the family members of these people, husbands, wives, daughters. So the term daughter comes up for a specific reason, especially today, because in our in the most recent drop, we got a bunch of screenshots here. I'm going to show you from our favorite Anon. And let's take a look here. They write an Anon wrote deep state alert. James Comey's daughter, Maureen Comey's husband is taking over for Aubrey Strauss the U.S. attorney for SDNY who indicted Ghislaine Maxwell. So this was the first one, and the letter that we got today, uh, let's see, it was yes, this was yesterday. This was put in yesterday. Um, it says, Dear Judge Lorberger, I write respectively to inform the court I, that I will be leaving the United States Attorney's Office accordingly. I request the entry of an order terminating my appearance, appearance in this matter. My colleague, AUSA Lucas Isakoff, has entered an appearance on behalf of the defendants and will continue to handle the case. I thank the court for its consideration of this submission. And you can see, signed by Andrew Kraus here. Andrew Kraus stepped down. And remember, remember, remember when we said the roadblock in the SDNY was stopping so much, so many, um, so many progressions of the Epstein case, Ghislaine Maxwell case, the Anthony Weiner laptop case. This was all being stonewalled by the SDNY um, judges. 
and, you know, attorney generals. Until that was removed, then we saw Ghislaine Maxwell literally within a week. I think it was within a week or two weeks, whatever it was, she was arrested. Funny how that happened. But now we have a switcheroo in this district, and the coincidences keep mounting up. So this is another screenshot from my favorite Anon from Twitter. It says, hold up. This is from Nurse Deplorable. U.S. Attorney of SDNY steps down and Lucas Isaacroft steps in. This is Comey's son-in-law married to Maureen. Why are the people that were wrapped up with the Clintons that we know, especially Peter Comey's brother, uh, James Comey's brother, Peter Comey, is wrapped up with the Clintons and their tax, the tax investigation at DLA Piper. And now we have... Not only is the son-in-law now looking over the Glenn Maxwell case, do you guys remember this? James Comey's daughter inspected missing Epstein suicide footage. This was back in January of 2020. And I have another, this was just the tweet here of the original uh, link, link tweet from our favorite Anon. But this was a story that I pulled up here. It says James Comey's daughter inspected this, this footage. Daughter of the former FBI director James Comey is a prosecutor on the case of Jeffrey Epstein, if you recall recently, the footage of his jail cell has gone missing. Maureen Comey is an assistant U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York. Coincidence? I don't think so. How the hell does she get this case just several years out of law school and she not only gets the U.S. attorney position, but also gets the highest profile case three years later? Her father, that's how. James Comey, who we saw get grilled yesterday in the Senate panel. Things are definitely not adding up. I would think a more senior attorney would handle such a case, especially if it were connected to Mossad. So many things. And yes, I didn't bring in any James Comey, um, any of the James Comey hearing uh, today because simply it was a show. Nothing came out of it. He got grilled. There's a whole entire plan that the Judiciary Committee is implementing on him still as far as everything with Spygate. But still... It gave nothing. James Comey was saying he didn't remember anything, anything that wouldn't pertain to important questions, especially when given by the Republicans. Not much I wanted to show on the show about that. So anyways, just wanted to throw that in there. But what are the coincidences that Maureen Comey is the one now looking over Epstein's case and now her husband, husband is looking over the Ghislaine Maxwell case, knowing full well that they have tie, the the James and Peter both have ties to the Clinton Foundation and everything else going on with the Clintons. You've got to be kidding me. How does this happen? Too many coincidences are adding up, isn't there? And as the drops continue, 4797 says Comey's daughter investigated Epstein's suicide and her husband does Ghislaine Maxwell case. Do you believe in coincidences? Very, very suspicious. Very suspicious. So moving on, the drops here, $47.99. Our favorite Anon links a New York Times article here talking about how the church, the Vatican, has been infiltrated by China and everything else going on with that. So they write, when does a church become a playground, become a business, become political, become corrupt, become willfully blind, become controlled? And when we go to the article here, this is the article they're referring to. Says rebuffed by Vatican, Pompeo assails China aligns with Pope's critics. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo recently published a sharp letter excoriating the Vatican's plans to renew an agreement with the Chinese government on church operations in China. He promoted the article in a tweet 
concluding the Vatican endangered its moral authority should it renew the deal. An indignant Vatican took the article more as a calculated affront than a diplomatic gesture. Of course they did. The friction broke into, open on, broke into the open on Wednesday as Mr. Pompeo arrived in Rome and met with prelates and others who are hostile to Pope Francis, while the Vatican denied him a meeting with the pontiff and rebuffed his efforts to derail the deal with China. So Pompeo has to meet the Pope who turned him down because of because Francis had clearly said that he does not receive political figures ahead of the elections. Cardinal, yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Cardinal Pietro Perillon, who as Secretary of State is the Vatican's second-ranking official, told reporters. So we all know how big of a deal China is. We know Russia is, is our masters at giving disinformation. But when it comes to policy and infiltration on policy in the United States, China is the number one threat. That is the, that is the facts. That is the facts. You wouldn't know because our media doesn't ever report on it because they always shill for China. Just like our main, our, our big tech uh, companies out there do the same stuff. They're all in it together. So Pompeo was asked to meet. Pope denied him because Pope is not cool with how Mike Pompeo was coming at the church and the Vatican and their ties and relations re-upping with Chinese and probably telling them, listen, this is a problem. You can you cannot be doing this. And of course, the uh, Vatican used this as an excuse. We'll not will not talk to politicians amidst a uh, an incoming election because it might be bad PR. Yeah, nice one. We're gonna. You're, that's what you're gonna hide behind. The man showed up in Rome, and the Pope pretty much just ghosted him. Did not want anything to do with it. Very alarming. And our favorite Anon is talking about how church has been infiltrated and comes a business. And what do they say here? I'll read it again because it was so important. When does a church become willfully blind? Become corrupt? Become controlled? It's been controlled for a very long time. For a very long time. This isn't. This isn't new. Not new at all. Let's keep moving here. 4,800. It's just a picture here of uh, the hunters become the hunted. Red October. We've seen this one before. I'll pull it up here one more time for you guys. This is just the image of it. I've seen it multiple times. Um, just letting us know that operations are underway and to be on the lookout. 4,801. Now, everyone was wondering. I guess this was news that was broken over a month ago. Who the moderators are. There's three of them. Chris Wallace was the one we, we were, I hope to never see that man's face again because he's a snake. So we find out, I found out today, I don't know if you guys knew already, but Steve Scully is going to be the second moderator for the for uh, for the uh, debates. So in the drop, it says Steve Scully, moderator, second presidential debate. And I'll pull up his uh, information here in just a moment. The quote says, while attending college, he served as an intern in the office of Delaware Senate, Joseph R. Biden. Rig system, I would say for sure. And his picture is right here. And honestly, honestly, he looks like he looks like um, Prince Andrew. That looks exa- that looks like it could be Prince Andrew's brother. Very odd. But apparently, this guy, this guy is uh, he's he, he interned under Joe Biden, and this guy's going to be the one moderating a debate between Joe Biden and President Trump. You cannot make this stuff up. And this is why I said everyone needs to take a chill pill. Everyone needs to relax when you see this stuff. And I want to bring this picture up that Methods was the one that found um, right here. Look at this picture. Steve Scully. Gotta love the VP at the Biden Beach Bash in 2016. This is the man that's going to be moderating the second debate coming up. 
Are you joking me? Can anything ever be fair when it comes to Trump? This is so many. This is why I got red pill, ladies and gentlemen. I never saw in my entire life such an effort by media, by government to shut this man down. And to me, it's like there has got to be a reason why they don't want him here. Either he's really bad or he's going to expose you and everyone else that's really bad. It never ends, people. It never ends. And so 4802 saying spy campaign failed, Russia, Russia, Russia failed, Andrew Wiseman failed, leaks failed, fake news report failed, impeachment failed, CDC who recommend do not close border failed. And they link a article here from the New York Times again talking about, I, I, can, I can't pull it up more than the title because there's a paywall. Trump administration strips CDC of control of coronavirus data. And our favorite Anon is simply pointing out, why did they do this? This is bigger than you can imagine. And they they also write, mathematical probability of C-19 event as solution to above, perfectly timed window of opportunity, impact November 3rd election, who benefits the most? And we know exactly who benefits the most. Moving on, 4803. There is a, they say, fake doctored image video dropped here. Epstein cell cam explicitly designed to ban, terminate any Twitter users reposting. Do not take the bait. Use discernment. Literally, as I saw this first picture of of, uh, Epstein in this jail cell, this came out and I put out my Twitter as fast as lightning as I could to not open it. It It was a bait. It was a trap. So if you guys see it, get rid of it. Delete it. Don't let anyone retweet you in it. It is a trap. And a bunch of people put it out there and they immediately deleted and they gave us a heads up on it. So hat tip off to uh, to the team out there watching over us to make sure that nothing happens to our accounts as we go into the home stretch here. Very, very good stuff. So the next drop we have is a link here to the Justice Department talking about Edward Snowden. And this was the article here from the United States Department of Justice simply saying that the, the book sales that it's, it's called here, Permanent Record, who um, published the book, Permanent Record. That was the book that was made by Edward Snowden. He is clearly still an enemy of the United States, and he wrote this book. And according to this, to this article here, all the money that was made from this book is going to be taken back and sent right back to the government. And for whatever reason, our favorite Anon was pointing this out. And just give us a heads up. There's probably going to be more to this than just his book sales being rerouted to the U.S. government. So we're going to keep an eye on it. But again, keeping you guys up to date on every drop that I have here. Um, And moving on, 4805, they write, how many times must it be said, pushed by every election? Why divided we fall? D-party con projection. And all this does is link a video, a YouTube video of Trump, again, denouncing racism and, again, the same old playbook. And 4806, the very last drop we have for today, it says D-Party Con, D-Party Playbook. Who are the real racists? The world is waking up. And they link the tweet here that I played in the beginning of the show was by Dave Rubin, showing you guys the, the comparison from 2016 and 2020 with Chris Wallace asking the same question and Trump again denouncing all white supremacy, all groups, And it's been asked a million times, and here we are. The same old boring-ass playbook that I've been witnessing before I was red-pilled, and here we are now. I give credit to all of you out there that have been dealing with this and have been so patient for longer than I have. I feel like I just got to the party, and it's only been almost two years now. 
So kudos and hats off to you for the ones that have been here and even before this, these, this election with Trump that have known about all the happenings in the world and how nothing was right. The red pill stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Hats off to you guys. Seriously. It's, it's, this has been a crazy ride. And I, again, like I said, I feel like I just got to the party here and I'm just doing my part as much as I can. So that's all I have today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining again. Go to the YouTube Woke Society's channel. Go like, share, subscribe, comment, tell everyone we are the news now. And if you guys want, I do extra exclusive content that a lot of people have been taking advantage of. We got, I gained 30 patrons just in the last month and everyone is absolutely loving the private streams that I do on Monday nights, possibly adding a second night, a, be, a beginning to the week and a recap for the week for a Monday and a Friday live stream that only you get on my Patreon. It's completely private. You guys can sign up for that. Whatever tier you get the live stream for it does not matter. You can do a dollar, $2, $17. You guys can sign up for that. It's completely up to you. And you guys can also ask me questions in that chat. It's private. It's more intimate. You get to hang out listen to music like we do on Tuesday nights. It's really fun. And you guys get that privately exclusively. You're the only ones that get to see that. It's not out in the public. And of course, you guys can check out my store. I have shirts, hats, cups, mugs, hoodies, hooded t-shirts. We have it all. We have the designs. Currently going to be making new designs um, for our apparel. Um, so that's all coming. Again, these are, just some, these are just some of the things that we have on here going to be really fun. So go check them out. That supports two local businesses here in New York. Everything goes back into this channel to help us do this full-time on a full-time basis so I can keep giving you content on a weekly basis every single, every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday on a consistent basis. I haven't missed a day. I haven't missed a day since I started, since I left my job, maybe one or two days because I had no internet or power. Gonna keep doing this, guys. I'm fully committed to this. Thank you all for hanging out. It's been great. My next episode will be out on Saturday and Two days from now, the whole world can change two days from now. So keep an eye out. Stay safe, stay warm, and as I always say, stay woke.